what's up, people? What's up, Carlos? How's it going? How's it going? Dude, we're uh, we're in your living room right, right now doing a podcast. Kitchen. Oh, yeah. Kitchen. This is a kitchen. Yeah, that's right. When there's the sink, that's the kitchen. That's not the living room. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> right. I'm in, uh, we're in Shelton right now. Uh, first off, thank you for tuning in to the Ugly Franco podcast. I said it. You laughed at it. Um, yeah, like uh, I'm here with my friend Carlos Andrade. He is a wizard and a god, okay? He's like one of those. He wouldn't be a Greek god. He'd be like a Mexican Aztec god, though. He's a little fucking, tanner. Huh? A little tanner. Yeah, I, yeah, a little bit more melanin, if you know what I'm saying. Dude, thank you for having me. Dude, yeah, I mean, we've talked about this for, like, how long? Like, months now? Yeah, if I don't minute. Dude, our schedules have never synced up. Never. Really. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah. We both work nights, and it's kind of, like, struggling. But you're getting off the nights, now I'm getting... And you actually switched to nights. Actually. Yeah. Like, how long yeah. have you been working nights now? Oh, man, maybe maybe a couple months. Like, three months at most, for sure now. So, yeah. I'm getting used to it, and I hate it. I hate it so much. Yeah, do not recommend nights to anybody. Anybody listening here, get out. <laughs> get, get out. out. <laughs> Straight a, up. It is a graveyard shift, dude. It deteriorates your health over time very fast. They should get paid double, actually. You Something should be worked out. Yeah. It is absolutely just rough. I can't describe how much I have had to move my schedule around. To accommodate my sleeping and my working together. Dude, yeah, because you, you're going up against the circadian rhythm of the earth, which is like the natural sleep, like the nighttime of the earth. So you're supposed to be synced up with that. And if you try to resist it, ooh, you're not, you know, not going to win against natural law. You know, it's, it's hard. It really is hard. And you can't really sleep right during the day. That makes sense. I'm literally fighting the, like what's normal, what's natural. Yeah, but. That's how I feel, but you know what? Still running through it. Yeah, we're out here living living it up, getting that bread, attaining the grain, whatever the kids say these days. <laughs> but enough of that nonsense. Um, we are here to talk about health. We are here to talk about energy. We're here to talk about... A little fitness. A little bit of fitness. Um, just kind of life in general, but mainly we want to try to like teach you a little bit about how we stay healthy um carlos especially is one of the healthiest people that i know and one of the most wise you know wisdom filled people still learning. i know still and he's learning. and he's still learning but i mean definitely he's you know carlos what are you <laughs> who are you carlos dude i'm a i'm a healer i'm learning how to heal myself um through my own experiences through the masters and like true knowledge the truth you know, I, it's, it's facts. If you can heal somebody and they're cured, if you can teach somebody how to heal themselves and they do heal themselves, it's facts. You can't, you can't deny truth or facts like that, you know. And I feel like during now especially, a lot of people are waking up. Me, I went through my own wake up, my own realization of what's going on. Not just physically, but like mentally and spiritually. And I kind of grew from that and I'm growing still. But, you know, each of us have their own you know, lives, their own experiences. You know, I always say, understand more, judge less. So once I started, once I heard that, I was like, you know, I kind of want to keep f running that through my head because it's, 
you know, it does have an impact. Every thought, if it's negative or positive, influences the vibrational state in which you're in. But yeah. <laughs> I like that. Understand more, judge less. Dude, yes. That's good stuff. So where do you work right now? Or where are you getting out of, you know, where have you been working at? Yeah, I'll kind of do a little background. Yeah. Um, so I grew up up north, Madison, Nebraska. A lot of people don't really know that. <clears throat> Madison, then, Nebraska. Yeah, where is that? Uh, Columbus and between Columbus and Nebraska and uh, Norfolk. Okay. It's a little small okay. town. We do got a state fair up there. Oh baby. Oh yes. And Good then, old corn dog boy, cotton candy and Ferris wheels. All right, keep going. And then, um, <laughs> so yeah, I grew up there. I went to a community college, saved some money, and then I came to UNK. Decided I want to get into the medical field. Didn't want to do medical doctor. It took so long. And I, you know, too much time. I worked as a CNA um, in high school. And oh, really? Then, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, it's funny. I got my CNA, got my med aid, but I did not work as a med aid. Hmm. Yeah. And then, is that is that not normal? No. They just had too many people there. Like, med aids okay. basically just pass drugs. It's, it's, it's a little upgrade and less, like... Um, Less labor, I guess, you know. You okay. don't get a white butt. Oh. You don't got a white butt as a med aid, but nice. But yeah, I left that. It's a plus. It is a plus, dude. Like you know, I feel for them. <laughs> I they definitely are underpaid oh, for their yeah. job. Oh but, yeah, you gotta see old 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 man PP. That's that's rough. Dude, yeah. I used to have a lot of <laughs> old ladies flirt with me too. Oh I time. bet. Oh I bet. But, um, so I did that. I went to school. It was like my last two years of high school. Got into community college, stayed at home, came to UNK, did uh, radiography at UNK, got into the, got my shit together. I was not a, I was not a tryhard in school at all until I realized, like, my advisor was like, dude, if you want to, you know, do a year at UNK and then get your grades up, stuff like that, and like, make yourself look good so you can get accepted into these programs, so... I did that. I just basically, um, what is it? Study a lot and then regurgitate the information. A lot of bullshit, you know. And then, so I got into the program. Funny story. I I was doing bodybuilding during that time, and um, I had to eat a lot, eat a lot, and I would bring in my meals into uh, the classroom. And then uh, one of my classmates was like. You know, she was complaining about my fish, and I, and I get that. And uh, maybe a little stinky for the classroom. Dude, it was. I brought, <laughs> I brought in the the stench, and then um, so yeah. you just you just said, "Bitch, nah, that's you. Take a shower, you slut." No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> not my food. Not my food, dude. But uh, yeah, I just right off the bat, dude. I, I I was very like opposed to a lot of the rules and stuff, and I get that. Yeah. So I just ate in between classes and switched it up to like yogurts in the morning. For my yeah. Class. But I was, I was dedicated. I was doing fasted cardio before my, that's, that's when I went through a breakup too. So I was really, um, focused on myself. So I was doing fasted cardio, went to class and then on the days I had class, my other, um, days I had clinicals and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have time and I was like working at UPS until like my grades went down because oh yeah I, you know you know how much sacrifice bro sacrifice man and 
to be honest, UPS gave me a lot of strength. I was lifting like hundred pound like dance ass weights and yeah, it hit parcels. Muscles. Yeah, it hits muscles that you don't really hit yeah. lifting weights and yeah. During that time, I was like bulking too. I ended up getting to like two twenty, like the omnivorous bodybuilding diet. Or no, it was shortly after I, I went through a cut stage right as soon as the program, and then I think like my my second semester of that program, it's a two year program. I ended up um, bulking and stuff like that, and I I got to two twenty bulky abs, you know. But I was sluggish, dude. I was taking pre-workout just to get me through. I, know. I was oh, man. popping um, oh, man. fat burners, too, during UPS days. Oh, man. Just to get me through, because I was, like, doing, um, after clinicals and everything, I was kind of drained, more mentally than anything. And then I had to, like, eat dense-ass shakes, like, during my work, too. Yeah. So it was, it was a grind during that time. And then... Finished my program, ended up working at um, Kearney Regional, because out of all the sites, I was I was more favorable to that one. Yeah. And then, um, so I did that, worked nights, took whatever I could get, basically. Yeah. Um, did that for about a year and a half. And then my the same manager that um, grabbed me from that job moved over, and he, um, my other, my ex-roommate, really good friends since high school and, like, um, middle school and stuff like that. He uh, lived with me, and then he I he, he lost his job because of COVID. Okay. So I was Rough. like, yeah, I knew they were starting a new hospital up there, and I was like, you guys need an IT, and that's what he specialized in. So I ended up um, getting him a job. But he, funny story, he actually knew the guy that was um that was like the manager IT guy. Okay. So he that was a bonus for him, got him a job, and then oh, very good. Yeah, right away my manager was like, dude, you want to move over? We got a day's position, but me being too comfortable during that Oof. time, yeah, I was like, oh, I'm good where I'm at. Oh man, looking back, should you have taken that? Yes, yes, I, that was my like get going. And then little moving forward, like they paid me better, so okay, I was like, damn, I missed out. And then yeah, but they, he was still cool. He still wanted me. And then my roommate was like, dude, why don't you move over? You know, they're not as busy. It'd probably be better pay, and it'd be a, probably more chill environment so I did that I finally went I was working there for I'd say eight months or so until like just recently they started like implementing a lot of COVID stuff trying to get people vaccinated trying to push like daily weekly testings and like mm. to, and this wasn't that long ago either mm -hmm. I tried to during that time I was like learning natural medicine holistic health and I tried to like kind of push for that and they didn't like that. Mm -hmm. They basically told me it's, you know, you can't spread your own opinion. And it's like my opinion, I, you know, I can heal, teach people how to heal themselves, me included. And we'll kind of get into that a little bit later. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, if you're not going to get tested, like don't bother showing up. So it's like, okay, basically following it to not complying i didn't even yeah. sign the declaration or the yeah. declining for the vaccine thing yeah you know you can't really force their health opinions on on their employees because it's like if you know you're taking better care of yourself than what they perceive is true yeah. health yeah like you're staying healthy you know yeah and there's a lot of bullshit we'll get into that here soon but so you see that carlos is an individualist he's not scared of hard work and he believes in himself. 
this is these are the types of people that I want to look up to, that I admire, that I gravitate toward. I'm an individualist. I fucking hate rules. If you tell me to do something, I'm gonna say why, or no. <laughs> most people can't. If I'm right, if I believe that I'm right, Carlos is the same way. Dude, yeah, most people will not give you an answer though. You know, they'll just yeah. basically repeat what they've been told without critically thinking, cognitively thinking yeah. it through. But yeah. Dude, yeah, that's probably why we vibed so well. You know, yes, we, we share that misfit. Yes, energy. definitely. Oh yeah. So getting into what how our relationship kind of blossomed into what it is now. Uh, how did we meet? You were living at this house in Kearney with how many roommates live there, dude? So yeah, we had about four people, and my girlfriend included, and another girl, my roommate's okay. girlfriend during that time. Okay. Oh no 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 no. This was so I lived after college. I took forever to take my boards. Okay. Um, so I was kind of just basically bumming it, you know, saving yeah, my money. That's, that's totally fine. Yeah. Just, you know, living off of that. And yeah. Intermittent period. Yeah. Making it last. Yeah. Making it last. And I was, um, oh yeah. So this was my second breakup and I was living in an apartment. Funny story. Like my roommate moved out. He got a guy from Craigslist. That dude nice. like was the biggest piece of shit, and he ended up <laughs> just dipping, not paying rent and stuff. Oh man! And my landlord was pretty chill. He's like, "Oh, you don't gotta pay the other half. It's fine." I'm like, "You know, you don't get that." That's nice. Yeah, there's an old guy too, but so I lived there by myself, and then eventually my ex girlfriend and I moved in, and then we kind of had a falling apart. Mm-hmm. It was mostly just me, you know, kind of going through some of my own shit. Yeah, and um, so we fell off, and um. After that, I was like, fuck, I don't really got a place to stay. You know, after that, I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want to stay at that same place. I want to, you know, get a house or something. Yeah. Um, Or at least with other people. So to save money, basically. And then one of my homies, he's like, yeah, you can stay at our house. Um, so I was living in their basement. Mm-hmm. So I was just kicking it. Yeah, I had my computer set up, my bed, and like all cramped in the the in one room the living room yeah yeah and I, what i did was just is that where up. i came in yep that's how we met you came in so yeah I, I went out this is in a time when me when we when we met carlos had long hair did you have a girlfriend at that time or were you just no, chilling yeah there? i was single okay yes yeah, so single. he's single i go out single. i go out to a party one night this is when i was kind of going hard and partying this is the beginning of it i don't think i was 21 yet i was probably 20 and i went out to a party and we left the party and we weren't like totally, you know, wasted. So we were good to drive. I wasn't driving, but one of my friends was. And we found this car on the side of the road and it was Carlos's roommate at the time. And this guy was with this girl and this girl was totally like off the walls. Her car broke down and she got upset, ran into the darkness. We were like, what do we do? And this guy was like, please take me back to Carney. We're out in the middle of nowhere. It was at Riverdale. The party was at Riverdale. So we're out yeah. in, like in between this like small town and then Carney at like three in the morning. So we 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 take this guy to Carlos's apartment. Carlos is chilling on the couch. No house. It was it was his house. He was it, renting. Oh, it was his house. He was yeah, renting. And I okay. Was just it yeah, there. it was down in this dungy little basement. And, yeah, it was. Uh, that's how we met. That was the first official time. Fast forward a couple of months, maybe even a whole year, but I don't think it was a year. It had to be a couple yeah. months. And I was going over and hanging out with this guy because I kind of, you know, we built a friendship taking him home. And then out of that friendship, 
me and Carlos's relationship kind of, I started going over to the house more, hanging out. And I liked, I just kind of liked, yeah, like we like vibe together. It was like easy to talk yeah, to. The other people in the house were kind of sporadic and you were more like a calm, chill. And I like, <laughs> I was just like, dude, I kind of like this guy. I want to like ask for a Snapchat and then like talk. And you were always super encouraging. And then you also kind of saw my videos that I was like doing, the stupid little like dude. Snapchats or something like that. Dude, yeah, it was, it was funny. It was, you know, laughter is the best medicine and like. When people, it's high, higher vibrations, and what I, when somebody else is kind of like em, emanating like that liveliness, you don't see it very often in people. You know, I support that shit. I, you know, I support it. There you go. But you yeah, know, from that we've just we haven't stopped talking. We haven't stopped hanging. We like working out together. We like catching up. We're adults now, so it's not really like you know. I've never been going to school through the whole thing. I've just been working through my nonsense. And if you know me personally, you know what my nonsense is. And now we're out of it. And uh, so, yeah, now it's just like, man, how are we going to do this life, man? How are we going to get to where we want, where we're not working for someone else? We're working for ourselves. We're getting money through multiple ways, you know, we're like, and we're still young. You're, what are you, 24, 25? 25 going to 26 in September this month. <laughs> oh geez, really? Yeah, school ate up what a day? lot of my time, man. Um, twenty second, September twenty oh, second. I turned twenty six. Fuck, I gotta get you a birthday present. <laughs> All right, just hang well, out with me, dude. <laughs> right? Yeah, we'll just yeah, we'll just hang. So yeah, I'm twenty three. He's twenty five. We're just figuring out life. So, um, now where are we at in our notes here? Let's get into uh, it. Unprofessionals. Let's get into healing. Yeah, so get into healing. Yeah. Um, this is definitely your area of expertise, and I can let you go on why you think, what made you kind of passionate about not listening to other people and saying, you know what, I want to know how to make myself healthy, and why do I have to listen to these doctors or get a prescription when I'm sick or waste this money going to specialists? Like, what, what kind of... So, yeah, like, growing up, I was always, like, I, I like just talking to my friends, like, during class, fucking around, and, um, like, I would always get in trouble, you know, and then when it came down to it, like, I remember this was one of my most impactful moments, I was, um, I was failing a class because I didn't do any of the work, but when it came to the test, I would, like, ace them, so, and the, t- it was a English class, you know, they give you the books, you, you basically read it, and then you take a test over it. So I did just that. There was like towards the end of the year, she was like, hey, you know, you haven't really done any homework. You're going to fail this test unless you get every answer, including the bonus. So I did just that. I got 110 or 115, whatever it was. I got all the bonus and I still ended up failing that class. Wow. But I realized like through through that, for the longest time, I was like, damn, you know, I got a I had two ideas. One of them was right away, it was like, damn, you know, it didn't really matter. Like, I still failed because I didn't put in the work behind. So I had that idea. Then later it came to me, like, I didn't fail it. Like, they failed me. How are you going to, you know, give somebody a resource and they they ace it, get the bonus, everything right, and you still end up failing them? Mm-hmm. That, <clears throat> that wasn't right for me, like, after I realized that. And that was, like, a couple of years after like my my ideology kind of changed so yeah after that um 
it made me realize like, you know, I got to put in work and that's what I did, you know, growing up, I was like, you know, I'm going to bust my ass off and stuff like that. And it wasn't until like, I realized like, you know, they didn't, they failed me. Yes. So that's where I kind of broke out and started thinking for myself and realizing, you know, there's more to life than what is already constructed and try to indoctrinate in you. And then going forward, like I had my dad pass away at like, um, when I was a junior in high school. Oh, from a heart attack and man, I that think you did that, mention that to me once. Yeah, but that's still rough. Yeah, that fucked me up for the longest time. So I was dealing with that, and I feel like that's what kind of got me into like the medical field of helping others. But I didn't really have the true knowledge I have now back then. So I just kind of followed that path, and then I got into um, holistic health, like natural healing and stuff, because I I ended up finding herbs and all that stuff and. I find it fascinating if you can, you know, um, have all these effects without any side effects or like, you know, f- cure something without any side effects. Mm-hmm. I take a sip of water, but water, water. But yeah, so going forward, um, yeah, I, I wanted to study vibrational healing. I, I started learning all these things, like how vibration really is and, you know, where, where electrical being and um we're more we're more capable than what we we're perceived and what they perceive the human body is it's the most intricate machinery on this planet through our consciousness and our genetics and what have you so i ended up doing that after i started working i was working nights so i had a lot of free time started learning natural healing and you know kind of the basics of herbs and herbalist and like um how raw crystals have vibrations how everything has a vibration and when you attune into a harmonious state basically unconditional love um that that that's very powerful and healing as well like if you um just research reiki like people actually with chakras and stuff in the body when they get um if they spin too slow or they spin too fast they um, cause in like a dis dis ease a disharmony in the body, and that's and that can be from trauma, from mentor, like actual physical not taking care of the body how you should. But yeah, every every uh, chakra is associated with each gland of the body. You know, you got the pineal gland up top. You got the the diamond the um, thymus and the the heart chakra, and then you got your you know your lower chakras and stuff associated with like your pancreas and your um reproduction glands as well but um the higher you get into um the chakras the more you're able to kind of go higher um through vibrations and higher dimensions and stuff like that because we your pineal glands basically your antenna for frequency as well and then you start getting into the lower chakras and stuff it's more physical more masculine energy you're able to do more with this this world that way but yeah i um i was doing that for a while and then i started developing vitiligo like around my uh, like my mouth and stuff and vitiligo is basically uh deep pigmentation like white spots around your skin like me being brown i was like you know <laughs> what like, is this what the fuck? yeah so i was too you know white people too much dude, eating it, too much mcdonald's maybe no, dude, just it probably was it probably was <laughs> fucking up my jeans that way but but i just after a year or so, I was just, I didn't really give it much attention, you know, I was mm-hmm. just kind of learning 
natural medicine, but not really taking care of myself. I was still eating like um, omnivorous diet, the bodybuilding, chicken, rice, beef, rice, pasta, you know. And then I got into, um, I started, I learned a little bit of keto with meats and stuff. And then I learned um, vegan. And then I learned alkaline vegan, which was basically uh, eating electrically, nutritiously dense. Mm-hmm. I feel like every food is for is mucus forming as well, like even fruits and vegetables and stuff like that to an extent. But I think that's like you know necessary to um, assimilate. You know, you have to destroy the body or destroy the the material that you're putting in to the the most um, basic elements and stuff like that. Or nutrients to be able to assimilate them through the body and what have you but I feel like it's alkaline is the least mucus forming um, aspect that you can kind of take in besides like fruitarians and breatharians which are it's fascinating breatharians are only people that um, do breathing patterns and that only take in energy of the basic elements so oxygen hydrogen carbon and nitrogen for fuel and like they're they're thin and stuff because they're very light, right? But it, it's that's pretty what they're taking in. They're taking in air, air, and but the component is their body. The body is very, very um, misunderstood. It can do a lot of fascinating things. Like it can just use elements. Like genetically speaking, we can, we're able to take in sun. Well, plants are able to take in sun, so there's some correlation there. When you cut yourself, you're able to um, regenerate yourself. And if done right with um, fruits, herbs, and fasting, if you if you can, um, and this is from uh, Doctor Robert Morris, he's a naturopathic. Like he's helped a guy with the callus on his foot. He, they removed it, and it was like dead tissue. Hmm. So with that combination of fruits, herbs, and fasting through his protocol, he was able to detoxify the body, and you see the bone coming out, and then give it a couple months like the whole toe regrew so we have that capability of that correlation between the reptilian genetics of um, regeneration which like both of us come from the same origin but we have that we're able to take in sun so like breatharians they only take in sun breathe and kind of you know they live off that and but you got to kind of work your way there transition from you know go alkaline go fruitarian go like liquarium and then kind of get into you're good lady let's get into uh that's mariah and our little kitty i get the of you here in the background um but yeah to get that and they say breatharians if they cut themselves they don't feel no pain and they can i think fruit liquariums and fruitarians as well but they feel no pain and they regenerate within a day or two you know that's fascinating to think we have the the genetic capability to regenerate ourselves at that fast pace but you see we put too much poison they put too much poison in the air and the water and the and the foods that really restrict and also like you take into magneticism like with the 5g and what have you like if they're able to control radiation with towers and stuff who's to say they're not blasting us without even us knowing because you can't see that you can feel it with headaches. You can feel it with like discomfort, what have mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. if you're intuitive enough. But uh, yeah, they restrict our genetic capability with poisoning our our vessels huh. and our genetics. But yeah, I got into uh, I got vitiligo, and I didn't really. I tried 
creams and what have you to get rid of it. And it wasn't uh-huh. until I started learning about Dr. CB, alkaline diet, and then I got into naturopathic, got into research, Dr. Robert Moore's, uh-huh. started doing my own fasting, my own alkaline diet, started integrating herbs to detox my body. So what I, and, um, and just more fruits to hydrate the body because there's two sides of chemistry. One side is acidic, which both of them have their 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 um, their purpose in the body. But one of them is acidic to break down inflammation, heat, and there's an alkaline, which is also base chemistry in the body, which is to um, hydrate and repair and grow. But when we put too much emphasis on that acidic acidic um, portion of chemistry through our diet, constantly eating acidic foods, we we really we we give ourselves disease. Like not nobody else can give you a disease but yourself. And the same way a disease starts is the same way a disease uh, is cured or finishes or reversed it's by the you know the own free will of the person to make that decision to switch. And um, See, so yeah, I did that and I started to seeing, you know, amazing results with my skin. I started upping my greens for my hydrochloric acid level. So I mm-hmm. can, um, so what hydrochloric acid is like every part of the body is alkaline. Like your blood is alkaline. Your, your mouth, your saliva is alkaline. So when it starts to break down the fats and the, the carbohydrates is in your mouth. And, um, so yeah, once even your small intestines and, uh, large intestines are alkaline the only acidic part is your stomach and it has hydrochloric acid um, in it and that acid releases um, protein breaking enzymes and I wasn't getting enough of that as well so I bumped up my greens I I bumped up my fruits to really hydrate my body and started adding like herbs you know to detox my body when i went into fasting like right before i started fasting i would take these herbs from my gut and my blood and my kidneys to really detoxify them while i'm in a fasted state before and you know you got to get a feel for fasting like if you don't feel you know take take your own steps and stuff what have you because you have years and years and years to do it you know yeah the more you you just stop eating and you're not used to that yeah. You're not going to respond well to that. You got to do it at your own pace, definitely. Yeah, and progression is key. Like, I, I, I put two and two together. When you detox and you have withdrawals, those withdrawals are coming from something. If it's, it's, you know, you're emotionally detoxing or you're physically detoxing, it's still a process that's going through your body. So you're going to feel for that. And I realize when you fast for a long period of time, like, say, past 48 hours or you know, and it depends on somebody's metabolic rate, their metabolism. You start purging not just your physical body; you start purging your emotions. You start purging your, you know, your soul and stuff like that. You, a lot of people, including myself, you know, they start crying, or they start, you know, and those tears can be from joy, like gratitude, yeah, or from you know the pain that you've been holding in. But fasting is probably the key way to to um, understand yourself when you, you know, abstain from that act of eating and really go into that state because it's important, you know, to, to really get a feel for yourself mentally, physically, and spiritually. And a lot of, and it builds discipline too, you know, like, especially now I've been doing it more and more. Um, 
and I can really tell like my, you know, my will is much stronger. I'm able to think more and be more confident with myself knowing that I can do this and I can do whatever comes in my way. So yeah, fasting is probably anybody can benefit. You, even if you're eating meats or what have you, you, you can benefit. But like for me, alkaline is basically abstaining from meats, any, any mucus producing and it's dairy, meats, processed shit chemicals you know every, mm-hmm. everything that they put in the food and grocery stores most mm-hmm. of them i'd say besides the fruit aisle and even that they you know they they spray it with altrazine which is um it makes frogs gay it turns them into females it really fucks up with their um masculine energy or their hormones that mm-hmm. way and you know they want you more yeah they want you more uh, doc- docile more able for wow. them to control you so, yeah wow and it's a herbicide or something like that. Yeah. Pesticide or herbicide that they spray. And that gets in your water as well. So it's, wow. it's really important to get a filter. If you're not using a, a whole house filter. I'm actually looking into getting one. Not that expensive. Around like... I'm definitely going to get yeah, one. Yeah. For a whole house. Yeah. You can find one for like 500 to like 2K. You so know? what about the thing that you put on the... So yeah, I got that. Is that um, good? Yeah, so that? you want to get a reverse osmosis filter for like your drink. If you're going to be drinking water, that was my first investment, you know, going at, I think I bought it at, um, at my apartment. You know, I had that. I invested in myself. Ended up getting my mom one of those too. And once I get my whole house filter one, I'm going to give this the one I have to um, Mariah's parents. But it, um, it reverse osmosis basically really bring like, takes out all the gunk and stuff like that even fluoride too it's the best way to take out fluoride or one of the best ways and um it it also has a little reader the one i have it has a little reader where it tells you how much tds or basically total contaminants it has and um it reads it used to read like 300 some you know tap water and it, it varies for each place but um now it just reads six to ten six to 12 you know wow that's how that's how strong it is it's basically like almost distilled water at that point okay and then i also add um this thing called oral water it is um basically like a nano i don't know how to describe it but what it does is it's it's a liquid too you put a couple of drops in there and it restructures re- mo- um, the molecule the high the water molecules it remineralizes and it also deactivates all the contaminants so it doesn't become permeable through um through our membrane or, or hmm. like um the passageway inside the cells and stuff like that so plug these people on a couple books or like how are you getting this information so yeah um the first one i would say research dr robert morse Robert Morris. Morris. And, and Morris. He, yes, he has okay. a lot of phenomenal okay. YouTube videos. He'll, you know, you go to his YouTube channel and you just look for whatever disease you have. And he has, a, he'll give you the simplest way of explanation. Mm-hmm. And then for, after that, he has a website. I think it's um, Dr. Morris Herbal Health Club. But he like plugs it in his own videos too. Okay. He has herbal uh, protocols of tinctures, even capsules for, um, for like what issues and a lot of the issues he explains it's 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 improper detoxification so your lymphatic system is the waste how your waste gets out mm-hmm. your lymph nodes are basically like the the reservoirs which they go into and stuff and then they all get um, flushed out 
through urine, sweating. Um, if your lymphatic system can't get it out through your kidneys and stuff, it'll go through your skin and you'll sweat it out. But um, but yeah, a lot he um fixes it's it, a lot of the issues are lymphatic and kidneys and the adrenals are on top of your kidneys. Those are the glands on top of your kidneys and when those get compromised, like basically you're gonna get overhauled with diseases you know and that, that's what the okay. whole premise of like people okay. don't understand covid it's more so those flu-like symptoms are actually the body doesn't do anything to not benefit itself you know those those flu-like symptoms have purpose in the body yeah and they're trying to they're fighting uh, yep they're eliminating mucus they're trying to get all these things out because the lymphatic system isn't working right so you have all like you know phlegm coming out from your mouth. You got sweating. You you're right. heating up the body, and you know, your that, body's trying to fight a sickness so that it could be stronger. Or yeah. people that are weak and you know one way minded or just sheeple, they think, oh no, I'm sick. Yeah, I'm 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 something's wrong, and that's right, and it's also right. You know, like something is wrong, but that's right. Like that's okay. You need to be sick for a little bit. You, you're never just perfect. You're never just going to be like, man, I feel like the fucking bee's knees today and I haven't been sick for 10 years. Dude, you, you know? can though. Like, you can. You, you can. I mean, you I don't. Take care of yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like I just on my side of healing, I work out every day. I get sunlight almost every day. Uh, I take juice plus. So it's like vegetables and fruits. Um, they're little like capsules or like gummies and things like that. And then I also do, whenever I do meet up with Carlos, I feel like he, it's like, like, you just want to take care of me. You're just like, here, take this stuff. Like, it's going to make you, like, dude, you're going to like the stuff. Dude, yeah. I and whatever it is, some of that sea moss and some of those pills that you took, they did, yeah. they ra- I felt good. Yeah. They, and, uh. They not only raise your vibration, they really, their full body, like, matrix, they have minerals, they have plant compounds that really assimilate well in your genetics, like. Like yes. a lot of people don't get that but yes but yeah going back to like the whole covid thing a lot there's a lot of misconception and yeah. like virus viruses are basically you know reasons for something right like it's information we, we are viruses and within ourselves we're just an accumulation of memory information that's what our genes are our blueprint memory of our body and physical structures um function what have you but a lot of people don't don't really treat it the way it's supposed to. You know, you're the doctor, Doctor Robert Morris does a really great um, way of like explaining in like his recent videos um, how to, you know, how to kind of approach COVID and viruses and you know that that avenue of of illness. But the other resource would be um, if you're switching over to from meats and and dairy and. The issue with meats is they they're not also just for mis or and dairy um, mucus forming, which is you know chronic acidity is you know you're gonna get cancer, you're gonna get uh, you know issues with your heart, you're gonna get overall your whole systemic body is gonna deteriorate very very fast um, and dehydrate and um, yeah if you're switching over an alkaline diet would be really really good because you can you know invest in two cookbooks and you can basically make everything like i've i can make burgers i can make pizza and granted they're not the healthiest you know they still carry some acidity because you're frying and stuff but they're a great way to switch over to meat yeah and yeah 
Yeah, the, you made me a mushroom burger one time. It was fantastic. Did you like it? Yeah, yeah, it was good. I still like my burger, but that was, you know, if I needed to stop eating so much of what my normal diet was and switch to something healthier, there's totally fine. Yeah, there's, yeah definitely a great and, substitute. Yeah, the other thing is, um, the, you're carrying a lot of the trauma, and this is where depression falls under. Depression, anxiety, and any negative emotion, you're gonna. It's it's um, energetic transmutation of that that um, that food into you. You're assimilating into your body, into your mind. So all that trauma that the animal is going through right before it dies, you know, you got release of of like all those hormones and everything. Hmm. Yeah. So we're back. Uh, we had right. a small lapse. They don't Where want us. <laughs> they don't want us to talk about the truth. These motherfuckers. Our CIA agent cut our feet off. So, uh, fuck you. We're going to do it anyway. We're running right through it. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want you to see us anymore. Can we put a piece of tape? Yeah. Do you have any much. fucking tape? I got you. <laughs> I swear. I don't want them to see. <laughs> they can hear, but I want them to see it. But leaving off to what we were talking about, Carlos was just talking about how when you kill animals and then you have perfect there we go yeah you have all those that stress of dying releasing in their hormones and then we go to cook that shit and eat it it totally makes sense it would carry over that's the correlation through any emotional this you know disorders is this meat meat and and uh and chemicals and all that shit. Any any low vibrational things, yeah. and that's the other thing with alkaline. It, it raises your vibration. Nothing raises your vibration higher than um, positivity. Yeah. And uh, fruits and herbs and f- yeah. you know even fasting. You know once you kind of get to that clear state of mind and detox your body oh, yeah. from everything, you can naturally raise your vibration even higher. Definitely. Normally, uh, it naturally. makes a lot of makes a lot of sense because like people around here, like Nebraska. Fucking, you know, they smoke cigarettes, they work 14 hours a day, they eat steak, uh, you know, just like farmers and stuff like that. And then a lot of them die at like 60. Six, yeah, dude, we're, with you our know? consciousness, we're supposed to live 200, 150 at least, uh, 150 years. Because if you think about it, if we're the highest consciousness on this planet. Yes. And not, not being arrogant that way, but... No, I think it's I think it's true. Besides the Earth itself, <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Um, and I don't know, I, I don't know. I, I think it's just a different state of vibration. But yeah, you know, if we're yeah. capable of all these things, why is it that we live only six years? Yeah, you know that that's because there's natural. bullshit. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, um, best resources: Dr. Robert Morris, Dr. CB, um, and his son um, Victor Bowman. Okay. A lot of um, the... They got books or they got mostly YouTube or all of it? Yeah, YouTube. Dr. C passed away, um, but his son, he's on Instagram. It's funny because um, we were talking about the government and shit like that, but he gets followed. He he transports a lot of herbs and stuff, actually, you know, for his um, shop, and he actually heals people, you know, by with these herbs. He's the one that I got um, the botana oil for my vitiligo. It really helped me. And I put it on my hair too, and it helps you kind of just yeah. give you that glow, give you that pigmentation nice. back. Yeah, bro, you're literally glowing right now. Like literally, when you said that, I was like, "Fuck, dude, he is." Dude, I've been He's getting a lot of glowing, sun, dog. A lot of sun too, man. <laughs> that vitamin D hormone. This guy. It's key, and um, no, yeah, Victor Bowman. You can um, see where it carries over. 
yeah he's he's a great resource to um but yeah man just honestly start thinking start thinking start doing this research and invest in books you know i had a home right. have a homie in omaha he invested in a lot of books he's getting into real estate who's that is that alex yeah alex my boy alex is a gangster shout out aj and lil p Dude, yeah, dude. <laughs> gotta get, we got to get Alex Jimenez on this podcast, that, dude. That's the next one you should get, man. He has a lot of knowledge. On just, I got to get out there, man. I got to get out there. Dude, make it on really trip. good. I'm going to have to Snapchat him. I'm going to have to add him on this when we post it. But Dude, yeah. Shout getting out to back to it. Yeah, shout out. He's doing really you know, great. But yeah, man, you can heal yourself naturally. You know, for anybody yes, that has yes. an illness, you can heal yourself naturally. And I'm living proof of it. And getting into fasting, you can also, you know, increase your stem cells and human growth hormone to repair your um your bones. You know, people think arthritis is just, you know, it happens. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Everything has a reason. We're not, we're supposed to live 150 years plus without loss of function body function loss of memory easy but you know they poison us that bottom line they poison us you know mm-hmm. and we believe it we believe the lies uh, yeah I, we I, buy into it 100 percent. curing somebody is curing somebody there's that's truth that's facts you can't run away from that you can't dissipate that lies dissipate the truth always holds and you know once i realized that you know i had faith in myself and that's you know that was one of the biggest reasons why i left the hospital the medical center and kind of pursued naturopathic and mm-hmm. started my own holistic shop bringing mm-hmm. natural products that raise people's vibrations that mm-hmm. you know are <laughs> a fly on the keyboard fuck them flies man they're fucking with me dude yeah the government bringing them into <laughs> and um yeah, dude, you can heal yourself. The, the the number one step is believing it, first of all. Because if yeah. you ever have a doubt in your head, you're creating a reality that isn't what you want, you know? Yes. And a lot of people who play sports, you have to be confident, you know? You have to have faith you, you got to be able to. to win. You got to. You know? So and really quick, what are like, what, what, what would be like a, f- like just for the dummy that is like listening to this and they're like, yeah, he's totally right. Why am I taking all these prescription medicines? What 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 can I do? Fast track me. Fast track me to health. You obviously aren't going to be able to fast track it. I mean, you probably have you can good ways to run. it. Yeah. But so what would you kind of do for like a, you know, just a sum up of like what do you need to do? You need to go for more walks, you need to eat more alkaline, you need to get more sun. What would be like a 3 or like 5 kind of like fast Steps. step like what yeah. would basically this is what you do this is what you need to do everybody's different everybody's body type's different everybody's metabolism is different but basically as a human being what do you need to do to be healthier first of all cut out the poisons that's the number one way you're gonna step one cut out the shit cut out the shit step two transition if that means um you know going alkaline and find you can find an alkaline um um what have you uh list you know alkaline food list and stuff by dr cb that's a that's a great starting point look at all those fruits eat seeded fruits and there's a reason why they um it's not convenience why they um why um what's it called sterilize why they sterilize fruit you know they're taking out fats and proteins one of the most vital components for our hormones and our building structures and fruits and and seeds you know you can honestly just Fast and take um, grapes to cure yourself from cancer because you're hydrating the body, you're alkalizing the body. 
but it's so hard to get seeded fruits, you know, or seeded um, grapes. So yeah, add way more grapes, dude. A lot of people don't eat enough grapes and that's what's gonna hydrate your body, alkalize the body the most. Hmm. And then experiment with fasting. You know, you can honestly get into intermittent fasting pretty easy. It fit in my schedule. You can, just sleeping alone, that's already eight hours. Mm-hmm. You stop eating three, four hours before bed, three mm-hmm. or four hours after. Mm-hmm. Uh, you wake up and just have an eating window. Mm-hmm. And you'll start seeing not just weight loss, but you're going to see like, you're going to feel more. You're going to have more energy. And yes, not right away, but over time, your body has to really adapt, adapt and yeah. optimize itself for that environment. Yeah. So yeah, cut out the crap, get into intermittent fasting, and then add a little prolonged fasting like every two weeks. Start with 24 hours. Just go the whole day without eating and see how well your mind functions. Now, do you need to be drinking water that whole time? Yeah, I would advise. And this is the other part I was going to get into is um, herbs. And you can reach out to me. You can do your own research. You can follow those um, those people I gave you. To really understand herbs and what the do- what um, properties they hold as mm-hmm. part at, as far as detoxifying. Mm-hmm. Now, for um, for me, I take a combination of herbs for my gut and mm-hmm. kidneys and mm-hmm. blood to purify them right before I fast. Mm-hmm. And I also take sea moss and shilajit, which also have um, minerals. So you want to remineralize your body and take herbs that are gonna detoxify and strengthen those organs, those weak weak um components of your body because they're working very very hard mm-hmm. to you know detoxify all that poisons mm-hmm. poisons and what have you mm-hmm. so i yeah, get into herbs adam dr morris has a great website on it just register and you can see them for free it's free to, just to view them make an account and view them and really start learning from the names you know mm-hmm. those, those those protocols he has they have all the herbs and stuff for what purpose and really do some research and shit. Even buy them, dude, and see. Mm-hmm. You can take them. You can take herbs for um for babies. You can or give herbs to babies. Very mm-hmm. very you know low doses. You can give them to animals. Very very low doses. Yeah. And some of them you can even give them to pregnant women. You know because they're doing the same thing we are. They're just they're running more rampant. You know because they're mm-hmm. creating life. Yeah. Um. That way, but yeah. Start start learning. That's the other thing. You got to yeah. start learning. Self-educate. Self-educate. Think and, for yourself. Yeah, and you can honestly, you can reach out to me too, you know, and learn from the masters. That was the other thing. Learn and learn from the people that are actually healing others. Right. You know, Go to trusted sources. Yeah, or something that you can, you know, relate to and and check out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you want to cut out sugar, Sugar is very, very toxic. The dairy and, you know, other chemicals that are alternate sugars. And yes. just go full alkaline, man. You're not going to. Yeah. When I switched, I had nothing but positive energy. I got all my emotions purged out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're just going to feel great. You mm-hmm. know? And then after, you know, going to alkaline, you know, that transition, get into become fruitarian or like and see what just berries and melons and fasting. And, you know, you don't even got to take herbs. But yes, taking herbs will strengthen the organs. They will accelerate the detox and accelerate the withdrawals that you're going through. Um, those are basically the three key elements that a person needs to really 
be disease free or illness free, what have you, putting the body back in a harmonious state, which it'll, it's naturally trying to heal, you're just basically, a lot of people are putting in toxins that are resisting it, you know, man, every time I talk to you, I just feel like I learn so fucking much, I try to simplify it, man, dude, that's what I need, I'm the dumbest of the dumb, you're not, though. out here, all right, I need it, I need it like that, you gotta tell, you gotta, I know there's other people like me too. You don't want to, you know, go into all of it yourself. You need that. All right, this is what I do. This is what I do. This is what I do. And that was perfect. Well, I do want to get into some other things. First of all, thank you so much for sharing about all your healing. And, like, you're doing great. Like, seriously, like, I don't know a lot of my friends that even start questioning, you know, higher powers. (laughs) You're doing it. On like a level that is just so admirable, you know, not relying on that income. Like that's insane. So many people I know shut the fuck up and listen to somebody else because they're scared of losing their comfortableness. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta find a way to build something else. Like, you know, a lot of people, I even myself, you know, you gotta grind to make some money in this matrix. And, you know, for most of us, we're not set outside of it we're set kind of in the middle of it and we yeah. kind of got to get out of it you know yeah. if, what have you our parents or you know or the position you know we're in but you gotta you know gravitate outside of it mentally and start physically setting yourself up like learn learn the craft learn something that's gonna that's higher vibration right fuck yeah. like learn a skill teach yourself something like something create else. a service for someone else once you get good at knowing who you are, then look at other people and say, how can I provide something for people? Fuck, man. Yeah, and you know, it, it takes time, <sighs> so to each their own, man. To each their own. Truly. Free will. Truly. Well, I want to get into some other stuff, too. We got... Yeah, let's hit we got fitness. A, yeah, let's hit some fitness. Yeah. Um, shit, so your background in fitness is you just wanted to be like fucking Mr. Olympia. Right, not, not that far, dude. It takes no. a lot of, lot of calories to fucking hit that. And so, how did of... you grow up? How did you grow up? Were you athletic as a kid, or were you kind of like that chunky kid that was like, "Fuck, man, they're making fun of me, and I'm never gonna be like this again." Dude, yeah, you know, <laughs> I was, uh, I was, you know, that I, I didn't really get my metabolism until like I'd say, fourteen. 14, but other than that, besides then, I was that chunky Mexican, you know, just like, you know, other Mexicans. Yeah, dude, I was chunky, and then I got, for some reason, I hit my metabolism, and then I, I I don't know if it was my eating and stuff like that, you know, the basic Mexican food, beans, rice, meat, tortillas, and... Good stuff. Dude, thick stuff, thick stuff. You'll get big. Good stuff, bro. You'll get very big eating that stuff. Yeah, yeah. um, Very dense, but... Yeah, dude, my met- I was I had a high metabolism and I was very skinny, you know. And then, but I did play sports. I wasn't the best. I wasn't very coordinated, but you I have the know, desire to want to try and push yourself. Yeah, they just being six four, like they put me with right? like, the bigger dudes, and right. like that's, I had to adapt, you know. If yeah. I be smarter, yeah. If it was like you know, take them down with football, take them down by grappling at their feet, or you know, right. what have you. But really, right. you know, I had to adapt doing that. But I wasn't the most athletic guy. It wasn't, and I feel like most of it was because of my passion. I wasn't really passionate with all that stuff. I just did it because of my friends, you know. Yeah. 
I got into uh, bodybuilding and I, I loved the sculpting of it, the art of it. Yeah. And it does take a lot of, you know, you got to understand your body, understand what you're doing. Yeah, self-awareness. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the discipline and, you know. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, they get, they start doing it, but then they lose, they stop doing it. Yeah. <laughs> they do it and then they stop. and it's They like, lose well, motivation and then they have no discipline to after that because motivation is important you got to say i want to do that but there's going to be days where you don't want to do it there's like zero percent of you that wants to get up and go hard that's where discipline comes in a hundredfold tenfold you know it comes in and you have to say okay i have to do this i i know that this is what i want to do and if you're not motivated enough at the beginning then it will fall off and it's important to listen to yourself so if you're not motivated you have no discipline drop that thing because it doesn't mean enough to you find something else there's a million things you can do but yeah especially with fitness you have there there's going to be days where you're tired dude you yeah, don't want to go to the gym you don't want to run and for you the, don't want to put on those yeah. shoes and for the longest time i was like that's the way you should do it and then i progressed you know i started bulking I was sh- shredding, so I kind of have knowledge on that, how to shred, omnivorous diet, how to bulk, bulk up omnivorous diet. Mm-hmm. And I kind of maintained for a while, but um, but just recently I got back into lifting and strength training. Strength training was like, honestly, the reason why I stuck to it. Like, it, it's so gratifying being able to move so much weight that you haven't before. And, you know, it, you're proud of yourself. Like, nobody else did this shit but you. And that gives you so much power going on in other aspects, say your career. Out in the world, yeah. Yeah, because you feel like a Superman. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You feel like a fucking Superman doing that. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, that's that's what I'm doing right now. A lot of strength training, work on the compound lifts. And I fucked up my back. I was telling you, I fucked yeah. up my back doing hyperextended, now warmed up uh, deadlifts with dumbbells. Um, yeah. So that's I had, how I did it, too. I had them at my side. Yeah. I think I told you one time I came over, I was like, I'm going to have to go live. You did, yeah. I, I hurt myself. Yeah, it was same. like 5 in the morning one time. I went to the gym. I tried to do some deadlifts with the dumbbells, and my back like spazzed out. And I just, I couldn't. I was laying on the ground, and a group of old men were laughing at me. Dude, they it were is. laughing at me, dude. It's serious damage, man. Not just on your, you know, your spine, but your central nervous system and shit like that. And then yeah. it takes a toll on your, you know, your your feelings, your emotions. You yeah. Know, you get discouraged. Yeah. And, you know, but um, yeah, I healed myself with fasting, a lot of fruits, herbs for that detox, and and honestly, adding that strength training, like adding strength training, doing it right, and warming up. Like now, I yeah, I warm up for a good fifteen minutes, like. Yeah. No, no excuses right now because yes. it's like you gotta you gotta warm up the body. You yes. really gotta warm up the body, and then any fitness specialist will tell you that you can't just yes. go into those heavy lifts right away. You mm-hmm. can't just start doing and even the yeah. big ones. You gotta you gotta get those tens out. You gotta get those little mm-hmm. baby girl weights. Yeah. And you gotta get those movements just to let your body know, like okay, we're getting ready to do something bigger right now. You get your mind into it. Dude, yeah, even the, the power lifters or the yeah. strong men, they, you know, yeah. they, they start with just the bar. They, just the bar. Know, just the bar. Yeah. And then they work their way up just so they can get the movement. And they do it perfect every time. Yes. You, know, you got to start perfect. Down. Yep. Yeah. And range of motion. If you want to grow muscle, you got to, you got to do range of motion. I think uh, Michael That's Jordan said I, it. Practice doesn't make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. Yeah. You got to hit can. that. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, you and can't just be in the gym for three hours and be like, I was in the gym for three hours. Well, no. what'd you do in the gym for three hours, motherfucker? 
Yeah. Were you doing sloppy ass shit just to say you were there for three hours? Or were you really doing the best that you possibly could for three hours? Because it's going to show when you come out on the court or on the gym or on the mat or on the field or whatever you're doing. Yeah, it, it shows. And if you, you don't have that, that, that practice to back it up, when you perform, you're not going to perform. Or you're going to perform the same way you practice. Yeah. You know, it is going to show. Yeah, it will. Um, for, for me, I mean, no, oh, yeah, let's get into you. Let's some background. I mean, so I was a high school athlete. Yeah. College, yeah. A little college. Yeah. A little bit of college running. Um, I've always been that small kid, mm-hmm. you know, I think the first time I was in the newspaper, I was four years old or five years old doing T-ball and the helmet was bouncing around on my head. You couldn't see my eyes. And the jersey was <laughs> really, really, really yeah. big. And my shorts were, it was tucked into my shorts because it literally would have been touching the ground. And that was the small one. That was the smallest shirt they had to fit me. Did but you I was start still at a out young there. Age. Yeah, I mean, my age. mom was an athlete in high school. Oh, she, uh, she, she grew up in Northern California and she was that girl that was like just better than everybody else. And it was kind of obvious, especially for her small uh area that she was so Mm -hmm. she got she got multiple mvp awards for basketball um she was always the best on the team on her softball team uh she had like a pretty much build like me just about five six five seven uh really athletic really fast really coordinated Mm -hmm. and she loved basketball and she loved any kind of you know athletic sport she wasn't a runner traditionally like I'm a runner like I can just go out and kind of run she needs to play with a you know she needs to dribble a ball she needs to like have a point mm-hmm. she needs to you know play softball she played co-ed softball until she was like 45 actually probably until last year this is the first summer that she hasn't played co-ed softball or been in, involved in some sort of basketball tournament or something like that or someone hasn't reached out to her and been like hey yeah Yeah. she's 51 now yeah and she just had surgery on her meniscus Mm -hmm. uh it's rough she hates it she's walking around i was on the phone with her today yeah she hates it i was on the phone with her before i came here and so and i was like mom how you doing you staying off your knee you staying off your leg taking care of yourself and she's like yeah 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 and then this kid came over to mow their lawn and I heard her talking on the phone she was like I trimmed a little bit earlier and I about threw my fucking phone through the fucking screen door I was like mom did you did I just hear you walked around and did yard work are you stupid (laughs) like you're not helping yourself but uh, understanding her of course she's not gonna do what the doctor says she's she's always doing something that's you know and so that carried over with me from a very young age, I was always running around, kicking a soccer ball. From. Yep, yeah. I, get, I definitely get it from my mom's side of the family. Uh, I have an uncle that ran community college track, and he's 55 or 57 right now, and he's climbing trees, cutting them down. He's a certified arborist out in California. Mm. He runs every day, drinks a little bit at night, stays healthy. Um, my other two uncles, they're twins. They graduated high school like 5'2". And now they're like 6'2", and they can dunk. One of them went into the military, certified badass for sure. Trains motherfuckers to like be certified badasses. 
And then another one of my uncles, he's kind of he's kind of the other guy. He's just the guy that's like he's the oddball brother. You know, he's still a great dude. He provides for his family, and he was for sure athletic. But he he works for a sanitation company in Colorado Springs. He drives a dump truck, a garbage truck. He's a really cool guy. I really look up to all my my mom's side of the family. And uh, but they're definitely the athletic. They're they're the more athletic side. Yes, more I, I look side. like them. I got the nose, <laughs> the beak, man, and I'm just built like an athlete. And uh, so getting out like of you know the Dave Franco, yeah, <laughs> or James Franco. Yeah, yeah, one of them. If I have long hair, it's the James. But then when I cut it short, then it's the Dave. People yeah. people say that, but I'm just the ugly. So the ugly Franco. That's what it is. Hey, but, uh, ugly still gets love though. <laughs> you know it, baby. And Shout then, out to my Tinder hoes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> a little plug-in. <laughs> just kidding. Fuck. One of them's gonna listen to this and be like, "Shh, I'm never sucking your dick again." No. <laughs> oh, I must stop talking. Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, no, I, I, peachy, peachy. <laughs> Fuck. So no, yeah, I've always been athletic. Um, I've always been playing with a soccer ball or a football. My dad started me golfing at a young age, and there's videos of me getting really pissed when I couldn't hit it at like two years old. Like, I, like I wanted to be so good. I wanted to be the right best. Off the bat. Yeah, I don't take mediocrity well. If I'm doing something, I'm gonna do it to the best of my ability, whatever it is. Um. So, yeah, I uh, elementary school, soccer was my thing. I loved playing soccer. I loved running faster than everybody else and catching the ball when it was, you know, far away and watching them just be pissed because I was you, faster than them. You like sprinting more than marathon or, like, long distance? So, yeah, I... Like now? Well, okay, now, yeah, I've turned into a distance runner out of nowhere once I stopped partying and like kind of drinking and having fun with my friends uh-huh. sniffing the stuff the, the fun dip um i uh i got into you know going for walks long walks to get myself back into shape and then i started going for long runs getting myself back to uh, a capacity that i could handle so you know five miles is pretty normal at a totally jogging normal pace i'm not mm-hmm. out here Timing Sprinting myself it. at six minutes yeah, a mile, wow. you know, I don't even, I don't even track how fast I can run a mile. If I wanted to go as fast as I could, it would be a good time for someone who's, you know, been through what I've been through in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. But I definitely love sprinting a hundred percent. I love just letting loose, getting open, opening up the hips, opening up the legs, going as hard and as fast as I possibly can for as long as I can. And then just stopping. Yeah, because I, you know. yeah, I'm a sprinter. I, I hated yeah. long distance. They tried to yeah. put me in that. I was like, no, yeah. thank you. Yeah, no. In, mid- in uh, middle school, I ran the mile in 800. And then once I got into high school, I was like, no way, man. What am I doing? I'm, I'm doing the 200. Yeah. I'm doing the 400 at most. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I played football in high school. Wasn't the biggest, wasn't the most athletic. But I was fast. I was definitely fast. fast. Boy. And, and yeah, and I definitely had some coordination and skills, you know. I, I let some deep balls go over my head for sure, but I, I also had some really good plays where I would knock it down or I would intercept it and run it back for a little while. So I really liked that. Um, I liked baseball just because it was fun, but track was my thing. I loved running. and It's a youth sport. 
Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I was the fastest, one of the fastest kids in the state my senior year. Uh, you know, all all class, not just class B. I'm from Lexington, so that's still class, you know, that's big school. But, like, like the third, I think the third meet, I was the number one fastest in the state 200 times. And then I was number like two or three in the fat in the state for the one hundred. And then when I ran the open four, like that one time that year for the Lexington meet, I was like in the top five. So that's definitely what I love. I love going as fast as I can. And it's funny because in football, they tried to tell me, All right, Josh, we need you with the ball. We mm-hmm. need you to run the ball. Nobody's gonna to fucking touch you. Yeah. We need you to move it down the field as fast as you can. And they couldn't get me to fucking remember the plays. <laughs> Yeah. And so I'd run the wrong play, and the cornerback would be standing there, like, you know, I'm supposed to hand it this way. Josh ran that way. Now I have the ball. Did now you just go it. off instinct? Or? I mean, I just didn't. I was so immature. Uh-huh. My brain really wasn't able to slow down, think, oh, yeah. study the plays. I had no idea how to focus. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until later in life that I could analyze certain things and be like, okay, that's what I need to do. Visualize it, do it. Mm-hmm. So they put me on defense my senior year, and that's where I really thrived, reacting to a, a situation. Mm-hmm. And there were certain times where they did give me the ball, and I would run for a bit and stuff like that. But yeah, I was definitely a better reactor to a situation. I couldn't make a situation. Mm-hmm. It was it was harder for me. So that's where track came in. Once the once that loud bang went off, just go. Go right. There's no there's no rules. Just go, and I would go faster than everybody else. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you um, you did you did a little bit of track too in college? Yeah. So I got a full scholarship to that's Colby Community College for track. Uh, Colby. I just. Where's that at? So Colby Community College is down in Kansas. Colby, Kansas, really really small town. I think with the college there, there's like 6,000 people. Without the college there, there's probably about 4,000 people or 5,000. That's what they say, but that's including all the online classes and stuff. So on campus, there's about 400 people, and you see about 10. So um, there's a lot of foreign... What? You did No, Mariah went to um, a school in Kansas. I thought it was Kobe. Where'd Where'd you go, Mariah? Oh, oh Kansas Wesleyan. Okay, I think we. What what class were they? Were they NAIA? Okay, I don't remember what we were. I, I'm not sure if we were the NAIA level. I think we were the one below that. We were JUCO or something. Hmm. So, yeah, I ran there for a year. I definitely was in shape, but the way that we were training at that small facility, uh, we did not have a track for ourselves. We did not have an indoor place. Um, the coaches were doing their best at training a lot of us. Um, there was like 15, there was like 15 different countries, maybe even like up to 20 different countries on the track team. So there was a ton of personalities, lots of backgrounds. I was the one white sprinter on the team. Everybody else was big and fucking black. Like they were fucking dudes, you know what I'm saying? Like the yeah, like the Usain Bolt looking yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah, like when I went to, when I would come, you know, when I when I came back from college, I don't want this to sound bad, but like a lot of my fucking friends, they were like, dude, was there like a lot of black kids down there? And I was like, fuck yeah, dude! Like I was the only <laughs> white boy. 
and they were better than me a hundred percent as it you know as it that's just like sometimes how it is but uh yeah anyways get out of that so yeah i wasn't the slowest on the team but i wasn't the fastest on the team so i made the four by four um i didn't make the four by one we didn't even have a four by one at colby we didn't have a four by one team we just had a four by four and there were some dudes you know i was a 49 49 guy so i ran 400 meters in 49 seconds that's pretty fast but there's also kids at the juco level running 47 so when you're sprinting that's a huge difference yeah um you know between 49.5 and 48.5 that's one second even 49.5 and 49 flat that's a big difference that's 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 a couple steps Mm -hmm. so you know that's what it is and uh you know i still did my best and everything it was it was whatever it's funny she knows not to step on the computer. Yeah. Just be <laughs> otherwise. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. So I I I dropped out of college. I did not do another year. I went the one year. Murder to fly. Yeah, nice. She's been practicing. <laughs> That's good. That automatic flight dude, water. Dude, yeah, they're been obnoxious today. <laughs> I've like seen a lot of spiders around lately, honestly. Yeah, outside my house is bad. Sucks. One was in my car the other day. I swear it was big enough for me to ride. Oh, shit, really? It just, wanted a, it just wanted a carpool. Yeah, dude. Car anyway, so yeah, I went to college for that. Uh, got out of it. Kind of had a little limbo time. Figured mm-hmm. out I didn't want to run anymore. I didn't want to be athletic anymore. been doing that my whole life. Kind of took, took a few years off. Definitely burnt out. And then... You know, went through kind of like cocaine addiction, alcohol addiction, party addiction, just going out and living it up or whatever with my friends and then got back into fitness. And now I'm just kind of like a, a strength training athlete, maybe a CrossFit athlete. If yeah, you maybe you can make movements pretty well when it comes to um, strength training. You yeah. definitely are. You know, you see it in a lot of athletic people, you know, they pick it up pretty well. They got the movement down and they know what they're doing. Yeah, I appreciate that. I do feel like that, you know. If you if you show me how to do something, I'm a visual learner, definitely, hands-on and visual. So if you show me one time how to do it, you can't tell me how to do it because I'll see it differently than what it is, and then I'll mm-hmm. do it completely wrong. If I see you do a hand clean right, all I need is like one or two times seeing you, and then I'll get that and I'll do it exactly Practice. how you did it. Practice yeah. it, get it down, and probably by... Maybe two days, I'll have the motion down. You know, I'll have it. I'll have it pretty good. Yeah, because we we've had a couple workouts here, and like you kept up. We added some calisthenic work too. Yeah. That's what I've been doing more now too. Yeah. Pull ups. Um, yeah. Ab rollers. Ab, yeah. Ab, I've been doing more abs too. Uh, leg raises. Um, push ups. A little bit more push ups. I was doing it yeah. wrong the whole way. I, I had to like yeah. rotate my hands out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Find that perfect. It, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you know. I like calisthenic workouts. You got to be able to move you before you can move the weight. Yeah, and I was doing that for a while, like after high school, you know, getting into fitness and stuff. You kind of start doing basically anything and everything that you can. And I was doing some calisthenic work. Can't do a flag, though. No, yeah, me neither. Oh, really? That's a lot of core, man. Yeah. That is... I'm surprised. It's more core than anything. God, I think you gotta push it on like the bottom of your hand. And you, yep, yeah. you really gotta have good grip. You gotta have strong like connecting, Shoulders. yeah, like mm-hmm. joint muscles. 
to be able to hold that entire weight of your body fighting gravity to go down. Yeah. That's rough. I can't do that either. I want to be able to... You can do a backflip, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you can do a backflip. That's pretty dope. I honestly haven't tried that in a long time. I'd love to see how that would turn out. Definitely need a pillow or a beanbag at first. But, yeah, we used to do... We used to do backflips. A funny story about backflips is me and my friend Jairo Alvarez. Shout out to Jairo. We, uh, we, were, we were at a basketball game one time. We didn't play basketball. Or maybe he played JV basketball and I just didn't do anything. I, I was a, like a strength trainer in the winter. So the mm-hmm. basketball team was out doing their thing. And we were playing somebody that had a cheerleading squad. Some schools had them. Some schools didn't. Or they had like three girls over yeah, there. Yeah, sure. And there, and there was a... Towns, yeah, dude, yeah. Small towns. And there, there was a whole squad of really attractive girls over there. And we, us two, were like, all right, we're going to do a backflip in this little time. We're going to tell the cheerleaders, hey, don't come out and do a cheer. We're going to do some backflips. We're going to do a front flip. And we're going to show them up. Uh-huh. And uh, we did our backflips. And those girls saw that shit and said, oh, hell no. What the fuck? They huddled together over in their cheerleading section. They waited for the next opportunity. And uh, they hand backhand springed all the way over to our student section across the gym. Damn. Looked at us two in the motherfucking face and then backhand springed back. Dude, that's something <laughs> like a movie. <laughs> it felt like a movie, dude. The whole, like... It was at home too, so yeah, all of our parents, everybody. everybody that was at the game, they're messaging me if they have my number. They were snapchatting me. They're like, "You lost, you like you, you dude, you got showed up." Did you who suck. won that game? I don't even remember who won the basketball game. It was probably the other team because our basketball team was not that good. They had good athletes, but they wouldn't win games. <laughs> you yeah. know, it the, was hi- rough. the highlight is the cheerleading squad. <laughs> Oh god, man! It was it was rough in high school for those basketball dudes. I hats off to them, Trevor and Seth and Willie and fucking Jade. Like those dudes, man. They were they were good athletes, but something I don't know whether it was the coaching, the coaching style like wouldn't allow them to really flourish by themselves and show what they can do and work together as a team. Mm-hmm. And they just didn't win a lot of games, and it sucked. But yeah, no. So that's that's a yeah, that's a terrible. It's a it's a bad memory for me. I have nightmares about those cheerleading girls, man. <laughs> it's funny stuff. Dude, yeah. But uh, now, yeah. So me and Carlos are now just lifters. We lift. Yeah. We're athletes. I've been getting into running at the track more. I told you that. I've, mm-hmm. I've kind of the last couple of weeks. I've been. Really sprinting. When you can, yeah. Yeah, when I when, when I can, can, exactly. Find some time, man. Yeah, my Tuesday, Wednesdays, I like to go out to the track. How long do you run? So, like, your average, I guess. So, like, I'm out there for a good two hours because I warm up like a full oh, warm up, gotcha. just like in high school when they had this when we had the sweats on mm-hmm. and we would line up and we would do lunges for ten and then Dynamic. you know. Though, yep, those dynamic movements, those dynamic workouts, you really stretch out, you really twist, you get your back all, you know, you do those supermans on the ground, you know. Get everything flowing. Totally get it opened up so that when you go to do those six or seven fast movements, fast sprints, you're not at any risk. And you're hydrated, I'm hydrated, Mm. so you're not at any risk of tearing a hamstring and walking into dominoes like, ah. Ah, oh you God, know, <laughs> parking yeah. in the handicap. 
<laughs> right? Yeah, none of that. I want to be able to be how I want to be. Like we were talking about earlier, it sucks when you're hurt. It I does, do not man. want that without a, you know, like in high school, it was like, all right, I want to just do whatever because I got a strength training team that's going to take care of me. I can go to the training room and be like, I'm hurt. Wrap me up. Give me ice. You know, yeah. I don't got that now. No. If I fuck up, it's, it's on me. It's on my doctor bill or however yeah. I'm going to have to take care of my body. Dude. So I do not want to do that. I want to take care of myself. Yeah, weirdest, weirdest thing that happened twice. I woke up and just kind of twisted my neck mm-hmm. and heard a pop. Mm. I think the first time I heard a pop, the second time I just kind of strained it. But yeah, mm. like for no, you know, first thing in the morning you wake mm. up, you try to stretch mm. and you mess up your neck and it's like, mm. fuck. So I had Damn. to get a chiropractor. That was, that's what I want to um, have more of or Mariah knows how to crack my back too. So I yeah, free, free. <laughs> You know access that way but yeah dude yeah. chiropractic work when they align you you get uh, you get your flow that's where a lot of the flow is in your spine and your uh, mm-hmm. spinal fluid you know <clears throat> yeah so yeah you gotta you gotta take care of yourself that's like you know eating healthy yeah. exercising moving investing in a chiropractor or a massage man if you're too you know the people the competitive people in bodybuilding or um powerlifting at the high level yeah they're getting massages like once a week chiropractic you know twice they do those cupping cupping everything you know ice baths yeah yeah everything they know how to like take care of themselves so that they're able to go and perform at the highest level that they possibly can yeah because everybody's doing the same thing you know you gotta have the extra yeah the extra to really perform truly and then so yeah, I I don't. I mean, how long do you want to keep going? Oh, I wanna, we can wrap up. We can we yeah, can wrap, we can up. wrap up. Make we'll it about up. we'll do about one forty or something. Yeah. This this would be a pretty good two two forty five forty, some minute. This is good. Yeah, this is so about how long just, I did it last night. I mean, we could talk here for forever. Forever, dude. We usually go when you know we hang out. We yeah, really. And that's how I like it. Yeah, but now that's what I like about this podcast, man. I can just go talk to my friends. Yeah, basically, dude. And, you know, it's it's interesting. Yeah. And let's, uh, you want to talk about energy, like the both feminine, masculine real quick? Lead, you... Yeah, lead us into that just so I have something to go off of. Okay. Yeah. Because I feel like it's another one of your areas of expertise. Yeah, so recently I've been more into, um, you know, I, I quit smoking weed. I um, And that was yeah. that's a lot of feminine energy. And that feminine energy is more comprised of creativity and stuff like that. Uh-huh you know creative energy and stuff like that but mm-hmm. i was you know you do that for too much and it takes away from the other aspect which is masculine energy and you want to have a balance of both for men you know i want to say you know depending you want to have more masculine energy for females uh-huh. you know depending you want to have more feminine energy but yeah for overall you want to have a good flow balance harmony yes but i agree with masculine energy, and this is what I've been realizing, you know, it's more action, doing, changing, physical change. <clears throat> and since I've quit smoking, I've been able to grow my own masculine energy with herbs, mm-hmm. um, you know, cleaning out my body and mm-hmm. have you clearing out my state of mind yeah. and figuring out what I want to do in my life. And with that masculine energy, it, it draws more action and change, physical change, so you can achieve those things. And have the confidence, you know, to, you know, masculine energy is for, you know, the male in the relationship, you know, protect and provide. And they don't want that. They don't want you to, you know, stand up. They don't want you to, like, defend your country, your family, 
anything, you know? Yeah. They want you to be docile. They want you to be reliant on them yeah. so that they can tell you what to do and you can say, tell you all what right, to I take. guess, because I don't know what to do. Yeah, you, you got to have that masculine energy to stand up for yourself and stand up for your family, stand up for your country, stand up for your, your species. Yeah. And I've been, I've been having that. And it's been, dude, it's been getting my strength quite a bit up, like, mm-hmm. tremendously. And after I yield my back, I've just been going ham at the weight, the yeah. right way, yeah. the right warm-up. And, yeah. you know, it's been showing. <laughs> yeah. You know, my lifts have gone up. Get a lot of you get seventy percent of testosterone from lower body activities too, which I know you focus on leg day. Dude, yeah, you gotta get very uncomfortable in the gym, mm-hmm. and you can't like more. So I do, I do the push, push leg, um, push legs and pull, and I do a rest. Like I have a three on, one off, and I've realized like even on my rest days, you know, you gotta you gotta have rest days to recover you, the body. You but, got to, because if you're doing this natural, you gotta find ways to naturally stimulate <clears throat> your growth hormone, your testosterone, and stem cells. Mm-hmm. You know, and and give yourself the right materials to you know give yourself that production of those things. Mm-hmm. And when you sleep, you produce a lot of stem cell recovering growth hormone that that was what what and when you fast too and that's what healed my back and you know mm. cutting out weed and yeah all that stuff really helps my masculine energy and yeah it's important to have a balance but it's more so important to kind of you know be mindful and you know if you're lacking in one area grow it mm-hmm. grow it so it becomes mm. you know you know not your weakness but your exactly you know yeah <laughs> it can keep up with the rest of you yeah, it's key, man. Balance. I also feel good um, not smoking anymore. Mm-hmm. Not really drinking. Um, you know, do, doing nothing. I, I don't, My drug is working out. My drug is making jokes. My drug is talking to people, having human connection. Um, those are, that's what I get now. And I do feel, you know, more assertive, 100%, more sure of myself. Yeah. Even though, hey... Everybody loves a good little spliffy, okay? We love we love that Mary Jane. That's probably my first love. Dude, <laughs> um, at the end of it, it's, it's just a herb, man. No, you know, yeah. it's not man made. It's you know, earth made. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. Earth made. Exactly. Nobody can deny that. Yeah, but it is. It does. There is a certain. Yeah. There's something to be said about being clear yeah. and being who you're meant to be at a basic human level. Mm-hmm. Really fasting. Really drinking a lot of water, really just being hydrated, getting down to your your core, you know, basics. Genetics, what you can, yeah. you know, you, you can assimilate. Herbs, herbs are even good for cats, man. Like cats, yeah. dogs, they assimilate it very, very well in their genetics. Yeah. And so do we. You know, they, yeah. don't, they don't want us thinking higher. And, and that's what I was, you know, I, I'm able to talk way more now, clearer, mm-hmm. um, you know, now that I'm in a clear state of mind, yeah. I can, you know, vocally do that. And I've been taking herbs too, like shilajit and, mm. and sea moss, like more so. And I've, I've noticed the difference, man. Yeah. You know, you start yeah. playing, you start adding different things and, you know, fuck it, double dose, triple dose. Right. You'll see the effects very, very well. And yeah. It's like you want to invest into McDonald's, you want to invest into donuts, or you want to invest into thinking better. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's my key. Hundred percent. It's funny. The other night, I uh, I got off work and I just went to McDonald's. 
and I got like a number three. It was like a really, it was a Big Mac with cheese and bacon, no onions. And mm. I got a large fry and a large sweet tea. I smashed it all, and I swear I was still hungry because yeah. of that. Oh, you. Um, uh, yeah, what, what, the G word. I forget. Not what it, glycogen. Um, so they add oh, something fuck. to the food to make it addicting. Yeah, also- it's, it's called the hunger hormone. Yeah. Fuck, I'm going to have to look this up just so I'm. Dude, and I've been seeing um, that they have ghrelin. Ghrelin, yeah. Ghrelin's a lot in your in your bread. Mm-hmm. Fast food restaurants, Domino's. Dude, that's why you can smack all those calories and still kind of have that hormone of like wanting yep. it. Yes, and the next day I got off work, did the same thing. I wanted it. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh man, that was so satisfying. That was so good. It was so easy. It was so fast. And it was a big cheeseburger. But then the next day I woke up more hungry in the morning and more drained than I've been in a long time. You feel Instead it. of eating my peanut butter and jellies mm-hmm. and my eggs and my oatmeal. Like uh, cleaner. <laughs> less, yeah. less chemicals, man. Yeah. You know, to eat, it was off their own, man. Yeah. You got to realize what you're putting in and take responsibility. That, that was the one key when I started reversing my own, you know, genetic mutation you mm-hmm. have to take responsibility and if mm-hmm. it means you have no discipline build it if it mm-hmm. means you don't have an environment in which you eat create it mm-hmm. you know dump off all your things or you want to if you understand that they're harming you throw them away like I, I threw away a shit ton of pasta like the yeah the pasta cans that yeah. you buy and i was like i can just make my own and that's yeah. the other thing you know you're capable of making your own yeah yeah um yeah dude i'm i'm happy for us i like how we like feel good Mm -hmm. look good are good you know like yeah and it shows the way you kind of communicate with people like you know that energy you give off people most people are able to read that Mm -hmm. you know like i don't ask a lot of people if they want to be on my podcast i want a lot of my friends to be on the podcast but the way that they live their life, I don't feel like, like I was talking to you earlier, it's hard for me to get my thoughts out because they're really bad at listening. Mm-hmm. They want to talk too much. Yeah. And they don't have anything to offer. They really don't. A lot of people just like hearing their voice, but they don't have anything to offer anybody at all. They don't have anything to offer me at all. I feel like I'm kind of on a journey to try to help people number one myself but like really have something to offer have something to like bring to the table when there's conversation to be had yeah whether that's a listening ear or good or uh posting videos on instagram dude you'd be surprised how many i I was you made a video the other day and i was like i genuinely laughed and for a minute for like that time i was like joy you know the joy that like little kids have appreciate you you know they lose everything and joy is such a high vibrational state like unconditional love yeah that you you kind of get away from this so-called reality and you're kind of in that euphoric feeling and you know you provide that and yeah like i knew that even way back in the day i was like dude this is a genuine genuine guy and he's funny and it's like Dude, laughter is one of the best medicines. I appreciate you. That's why I, I, now I I'm sharing so much, like not just you, but like other people that do make me laugh. I'm like, huh, maybe somebody else will laugh. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I love making people laugh. 
if that's the only thing that I can bring to the table, so be it. I will. I, I love it. It's the I love thing it. You need sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think I think I did. I got good response feedback from that one video. Was it the one where it's like um, when you see an attractive person, this is the face? That oh you yeah, make. it was. It was yeah. It was a long one, but I was like, I think I watched it like twice, three times, dude. Yeah. It was one of those videos where you had to like rewatch it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, man. I was going to say with the feminine energy, I remember you asking me for uh, to do that podcast. And for the longest time, I was like, you know, besides my schedule, I was like dreading it or like, right, my, yeah. like having anxiety for it. Like, uh, yeah. I don't know if like I'm right for it or, you know, doubting myself in that aspect. But now yeah. it's like, I'm more confident. I'm like, let's do this. Yeah. I don't, I don't care what people think. I don't, you know, more That's of good. that energy. Exactly. And it, it's, it's nice. You put me in that uncomfortable state. You got me out of that uncomfortable state. And, you know, yeah. and it's funny how like, how a lot of people in your life, you don't, you kind of take them for granted, take their existence for granted where you yeah. can really take a lot of their, their traumas or their lessons or what they're doing into like your life and if you understand that you can understand somebody else's life they're just a reflection of you you have more understanding of yourself that way which is i like that I had a, yeah it's true i had a friend who quit uh quit drugs quit smoking it was just basically smoking nicotine that he was doing but he, mm-hmm. he quit and he's been you know he stopped doing it for like uh i think he does nicotine still i'm not sure but yeah he quit smoking for four months now and that was like the biggest influence. I was like, damn, you know, if he, if he can just do it, I can, and you know, I would quit here and there too, but mm-hmm. I would never really go longer than like a month or so or like three mm-hmm. weeks. But mm-hmm. yeah, I was like, I took a lot of information or a lot of knowledge that he had and had realizations within myself. Like, Hey, maybe it is more beneficial. Cause he would tell me, he's like, I got more clarity in my life. Kind of, I'm sober. It's, I can see life in a different you know, avenue. Yeah, it's my it's my one vice. I gotta. I want to quit it. You can. Some days I go. I do really good. I leave it at home. I go to Domino's and I leave it at home. And I take like a couple rips when I get home. Mm-hmm. But that time at Domino's for those four, five, six hours where I'm just there going, I feel clear. Mm-hmm. But the addiction part of it is, it's not like my body wants it. It's like my brain wants it's it. It's like a habit. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. That's what um. It, for me, it was, you know, they say it's hard to do it cold turkey. And for me, it was only like three days withdrawals. Exactly. Like, you know, that you, you got to reach that three. rough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then five and then seven. Yeah. And, and then, then after that, it's like 14. Yeah. But when, once you get longer than a week and you, you understand, you're mindful that, yeah. you know, you have the urge to do it, but you, you're mindful that you don't, you understand that it's that mental pattern, that, that habitual pattern that yeah. you've been doing that wants you to do it again yep but, yep no dude you got it easy even though i'm gonna rip it right now yes i do got dude, it to, i appreciate you dude to each their own i will never judge anybody's existence i believe that, that that's basically judging my own existence in another perspective <laughs> you know yeah. I, i've done yeah. drugs i've done all these things you know right they're just experiences nobody should judge you or tell you otherwise because it's like free will man free will yeah Free will. I know it's not good for me. <laughs> and it's dead, so I think it's telling me something. Really? So, dead ass? <laughs> yeah, bro, it's dead. I ripped it once and it started flashing. Dead. Yeah, it's telling us to cut it here. Yeah. Dude, but 
Well, thank you, man. Thank you dude, for fucking. Thank, thank you. you for doing this podcast. You know, I really, really think you're gonna have a lot of success with this, and I, I love the people. I, I love you as a person, and yeah, you know, love you I love too, what bro. You're doing. <laughs> love you too, bro. No homo. No homo here. Mariah I really like just it. Stepped I really... out. No. <laughs> I was like, the "Fuck, <laughs> gotta watch these guys." Fuck. Nah, I uh, I appreciate you saying that, and whether it has success, it will. That's a relative term because success to me is this right here. This mm-hmm. is a success. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to my friend about life stuff. That it's that's that's what it's that's what I want to do. I, I want you to make this like your living. Yeah. Make a living off this. Find find any way to make some revenue, man. Online. You All can, I need to do is keep it consistent. Consistency is key with that. everything. Yeah. I'm not doing it enough. Mm-hmm. I need to be doing it. All right. Every Tuesday or every Wednesday, this is when the podcast is going up. Grow it. Market it. it. That's what you got to do. That's, yeah. And I think it's kind of, I'm getting closer getting to that. I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting, getting better, better at it, at definitely. It. Yeah, and once you've mastered a craft, it's just within time that it's gonna the universe is gonna take care of you. Yeah, that that way, yeah. I, I truly believe it will. Yeah, like me, I appreciate that. You know, me hustling, streaming now. Dude, yeah, I, there's so much that you can do that yeah. I believe in. Streaming, healing, healing teaching the truth, showing people how to work out. Yeah, all of that. Like I'm you very, got, yeah. you're probably more of a threat than me. <laughs> To the to the to the entrepreneurship world, dude. Like shit. Thank you, thank you. I'm a little greedy with my gym, but you should be. I only that's let, your, I, that's yeah. you have my you kingdom. can't let everybody in. You have to be a little specific about who you're Dude, I only let my homies work out. That's good. I only that's let good. my homies work out with me. That's good. So uh yeah, I think uh you know, we are sponsored by no one at all. So if you know anybody that wants to sponsor me, tell them. <laughs> Dion, show, us some, show them some content. Yeah, show them. Show them the ugly Franco. Um, really look up Carlos Andrade on Instagram. Uh, what else do you have? Celestine Waters on Instagram. Yep. What's that? Uh, I, organic Aimbot on Instagram. Dude, I got some nasty, nasty clips on there. Some I, good I clips. My, Upgrade my PC now. So He's I got can, an upgraded PC. I'm gonna He's, be doing Apex Legends. Oh, Apex Legends! You Apex fans out there, anybody that just likes to watch video game streaming, first hit them up. Shooters. First person shooters. This is what it is. Uh, you know, we like that serious stuff, but we also need our time to just do yeah, whatever. Fun. It's Play. fun. Yeah, it's fun. That's, yeah, um, I'm trying to make a living with my the things you know, my hobbies. Just like just like you and just like all the people that have you know already yeah. have it's good it. creating a little world for yourself where these are these are the kind of people that I want there's 7 billion people you don't have to talk to anybody you don't want to and mm-hmm. you attract the right people exactly exactly oh yeah well hey thank you oh, man yeah. hey for sure and thank you all shit. yeah thank you for all the people listening out there you know. Yeah, thanks for all the support. Even you know, fuck all the sponsors. Thanks for listening. Just I really appreciate anybody that takes the time out of their day to listen to me talk. This um, one's a long one too. Yeah, this is a long podcast. If you stuck it out for the whole one forty, like you're a gangster. You're you're a real you're, one. yeah, you're a real one. 
thank you. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, I don't know how to, I don't know how to do it. I'm never good at ending it. You don't have an outro yet? I don't know how to, yeah, what should my outro be? I think you should come up with an outro. I don't know. I think so. I don't know, that's, that's yours. Ah, oh, shit. To create. doesn't have to be on this one either. Well, this is the Ugly Franco saying, have a really nice day. Uh, be you and fuck everybody that says anything else. Stay true. <laughs> Stay true to you. Love you. Bye bye now. I'm gonna cut it. Adios. Adios.